hello and welcome back. It's season four, episode 15 of Messy Nest Magic. This is Empty Nest Decluttering. And we are having an intensive month together, the month of June 2021. And we are, hmm, I'd have to do the math, but I'd say we're about two-thirds of the way through the month. So at this point, we are looking quite closely at the way we've been um, analyzing our items or analyzing our reasons for holding on to our items. So today's audio is going to continue with reasons that have something to do with money. Welcome. Let's get started. Self-care always comes first. In the past 24 hours, have you done what it takes? to attend to your own basic self-care needs. If there's anything you need, please turn off this audio, take care of yourself, and come back whenever you're ready. Thank you. comes next is a sort of detailed explanation of different aspects of keeping something because of a reason to do with money. So as you listen to it, just think about whether any of the reasons resonate with you. And some people will want to do the analysis, and some people will be totally turned off by it. So just try to keep in mind the big picture. If you are keeping something because of some reason to do with money, ask yourself if there's an underlying reason. So listen to the tape and don't worry if the details don't appeal to you or you find yourself tuning out, but listen for the big ideas. And the biggest idea is, is this really true? Is what I'm telling myself really true? And as always, I invite you to journal about it, do the analysis if that appeals to you, and see if it changes your attachment to any items that you're keeping for this reason. Maybe you're still wanting to keep them, but for a different reason. Or maybe you no longer want to keep them. Or maybe the reason you've already said is a valid reason and you'd like to stick with it. Those are all totally fine responses. I'm trying to cultivate some awareness of what underlies the money reason. And of course, as always, you may have other explanations. This isn't necessarily, you know, exhaustive. I'm giving you some perspectives on the money reason. 
but just, you know, it's inevitable that there will be more than what I say. All right, onward to an in-depth look at the money reason. It's interesting thinking about things we hold on to because of money. Because in a way, money money is a kind of different type of reason, I think, than the other three, than the beautiful, useful, or sentimental. First of all, because there are different dimensions to the money reason. And also, I have this feeling that the money reason is a convenient answer to the why question, but it's kind of a cover-up. But the reason it's a cover-up, the reason I say that, I'm not suggesting that you are deliberately, or that any of us is deliberately trying to cover up the truth. I think part of what underlies the money reason is... uh, just an attitude about money, uh, not having thought of it in the, the way economists do, for example. So let me uh, be more concrete about this. What are some reasons that have something to do with money? One of them is, wow, I paid a lot for this, I can't just let it go. Another is, wow, I bet this is worth a lot, I can't just let it go. Another is, wow, it would cost me a lot to get another one of these things. I can't just let it go. So to look at those one at a time, the first one is, wow, I paid a lot for this. Or we could say, the person who gave it to me paid a lot for this. I can't just let it go. Well, the historical cost of something, what was paid for it, doesn't really matter um unless you value the item for some other reason merely valuing it because it cost a lot doesn't make sense so you know i i may have um the ugliest statuette in the world and it may have cost a lot but i don't like it and I don't need it. It's neither useful nor beautiful. And let's say it has no sentimental attachment. You know, I bought it at a point, you know, maybe it's a, maybe it's a, a very gaudy outfit that I got in the 70s, you know, and I paid a lot for it back then. Um, paying, having paid for it, that was then. That is what economists would call a sunk cost. It is that spending decision was made a long time ago. So that item is just evidence of a past decision. And at the time you made the decision, I hope you enjoyed the thing. Um, But all the thing is, is evidence. It's like a receipt. It's like a credit card receipt. It's evidence that you spent a lot of money on a thing. You know you spent a lot of money on a thing. So if that is the only reason, if that is the only reason, then why are you keeping it? Why do you need to be reminded that you spent a lot of money on a thing? 
you can feel totally neutral about having made that um, expenditure when you did. You, I certainly don't think you should feel bad about it. it. It's a neutral fact. You spent your money. It's like food. I bought some food. You know, the food's gone now. I have this receipt to show that I paid for it. Okay, so what? Like, do you need to keep the receipt? Not really. Do you need to keep the thing just because you paid a lot for it? So that's one thing about money. Just because something costs a lot, if there's no other reason to keep it, then the fact it costs a lot is not a reason to keep it either. So let's move on to another reason. Another reason is, well, I sort of a variation of I could sell it for a lot, either today or in the future. So it's worth a lot, or I believe it will be worth a lot. Well, both of those statements are telling me you're keeping the thing because you intend to sell it. So if you intend to sell it, if you are keeping something because you think you can get a lot of money for it now or in the future, then the reason you are keeping the thing is because you think you can sell it. Okay, so if you think you can sell it, why don't you sell it now? And if the answer to that is because the price is going to go up, then it's time to sharpen your pencil. And I apologize if you don't like arithmetic because I'm going to throw some at you now, but here's where we are. Let's say you have a, a lovely thing, but it doesn't mean anything to you. The only reason you're keeping it is because you figure it's like an investment. If you hold on to it for a year, you'll be able to sell it for more than you can sell it today. All right. Let's say that today it's worth $100, and I'm not arguing with you. You could get $100 for this thing. Okay, fine. All right, let's say that you think it's going to be worth more in a year. Well, reasonably speaking, how much more? Is this a lottery ticket kind of thing where you're prepared to just hold on to it in the hopes that someday you'll get a windfall? Or is it more of a historic upwardly trending price that usually goes up by about the same percentage amount each year. Can you make some kind of estimate at what it's going to be worth a year from now? We know this is guesswork. All right, we know that. But what's your best guess? So if you say, well, it's worth 100 now, I could get 110 in a year. All right, that is a 10% increase. Now, I apologize again to those of you who don't like numbers, but bear with me. If you have debt that is costing you 10% or more per year, then you should be selling your thing and paying down that debt because the debt is going to cost you more than the increase in the price. So if you have $100 in credit card debt today, typical interest rate is in about 20%. So if you 
don't pay your credit card, then a year from now you will owe the credit card company about $120. Today you owe them $100. You could sell that vase, get $100, pay off the debt. Or you could wait a year, sell the vase, get $110, pay down part of your credit card debt, which is now at $120, and you would still owe the credit card company $10. So you lose by holding on because you have debt that is going up at a faster rate than the value of the vase. So if you have debt, you need to be aware that holding on to things is preventing you from paying off your debt. And maybe it's a good choice and maybe it's a bad choice. That's not for me to say. But I want to make you aware that there's a cost to holding on to something if you intend to sell it anyway. And if you have debt that is more expensive than the value increase you expect from your item. Now, that is, I know, a bit convoluted. But let's get back to the point here. You're holding on to something because you think you can sell it. You think you can sell it today. Why aren't you? Just sell it. If it means nothing to you other than it's, it's a thing that has a money value, then go ahead and start selling the things that have money value that you don't need, don't want, don't appreciate, are ready to let go of. You know, they're, they're nice things. They've done their job for you. You're, these are things that you are ready to sell. I'm not trying to convince you to sell them. I'm saying, well, if you're ready to sell it, then sell it. Now, if you think something is going to like skyrocket in value, that's your business. But all those things you are holding on to because you think they're going to skyrocket in value are lottery tickets. Unless you have some special knowledge that the rest of us don't, and you know for sure that this thing is going to be worth a gazillion dollars, <laughs> then, you know, if you have that knowledge, that's great. Use your knowledge. You're a specialist, and I'm not going to argue with you. But if you're like the rest of us non-specialists, then what we're talking about is just a gamble. You know what the thing's worth today. You can guess at what it's going to be worth tomorrow or in a year. But as soon as you start guessing sort of outside the normal range of price increases as demonstrated by history, then you are starting to talk about lottery tickets. And if you don't understand the, the market you're playing in, then you're kidding yourself if you think you can predict values. So I am not saying go out and sell everything tomorrow. I am saying educate yourself. If you're holding on to things because you think they're going to take a big value rise, just educate yourself. See if that seems like a good idea. Um, it, it's a personal choice, but I'm, I guess I'm trying to say be, reason, be reasonable and realistic and have a clear-headed idea of the money side of possessions. Most things do not rapidly escalate in price. They may 
increase. They may not. A lot of things depreciate with time and can't be sold for as much as you hope. So that's a risk too. It's your, it's your choice, but really make an inventory and get real about the money side of things. So if you're holding on to things for some reason to do with money, I invite and challenge you to do some analysis and dig around for the money truth. And I hope that will help. So I look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you so much for being here. Bye for now. Bye.